This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Hammond and Jessica, and we're here for the Friendly Atheist podcast. If you like what you're listening to, uh, please consider making a contribution at patreon.com slash Friendly Atheist podcast. Y'all, we're so close to getting Hammond to watch Star Wars. We got a while. It's going to be great. <laughs> and we're going to make my husband watch with us because he actually likes the movie. <laughs> and we'll have someone to narrate yeah, it while we do it. He knows what's going on. Um, I should mention, this is uh, Wednesday, May 17th, as yeah. we're recording this. Uh, this weekend, we're going to post an interview that I think you're really going to like. It's with um, an author who uh, basically escaped evangelical. Uh, she grew up an evangelical Christian mm-hmm. and actually went to a... Uh, like a psychiatric facility of her own want. Wow. And the reason she was there is because she was so fearful of hell growing up that she took it seriously. Uh Like she thought if she did something wrong, she was literally going to burn in hell for eternity. And it traumatized her. Mm -hmm. And like she had to check herself into a facility. And But she made it out. And her story is just unbelievable. So uh, we're going to post that. Uh, I believe this weekend, so stay tuned. So for on that. our usual days, this is just a on our usual bonus. day. This one bonus because we just love spending time together and yelling. We do, <laughs> and, and I'm going to be out of town. Whatever. And he, he's got a life. It's <laughs> bullshit. Um, we're hey, we're at my house. You know what that means? We're drinking good wine. We got Estancia oh, really? Zinfandel tonight. Yeah, it's Estancia. It's actually a, pr- a pretty decent wine. It's a Zinfandel. I'm enjoying it. I usually like their Cabernet, but anyway, move excellent. On. It is good. It's it's no Mike's hard lemonade. I'll tell you that right. Goddamn now. <laughs> Don't knock it. <laughs> <laughs> there are only sponsors. <laughs> I'm going to start off with a story we actually did a while ago. Remember Robert Fisher? He was the Republican atheist from New Hampshire. Okay. He was the guy who apparently started the Red Pill subreddit. Oh, that's not, I thought this, I thought we were like throwing back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got a lot of shit from Red Pill guys, huh? We did. So forget the Red Pill guys. <laughs> guys, we don't care. <laughs> this guy from New Hampshire, he apparently started the Red Pill. Yeah. He said some nasty, horrible things behind the veil of anonymity. About women. About women. And when they actually, when the Daily Beast basically said, hey, we know this is you, mm-hmm. he... Uh, kind of admitted it, but still said that was in my past yeah, life did, in a sense. That's right. I don't do that anymore. Because he and I are the exact same age, and he started the red <laughs> pill when I started writing at Friendly Atheist, which, by the way, is, I think, five years next week. Is it really? Five years hey, that I've been on the Friendly Atheist That's network. awesome. But anyway, like, to say, like, oh, I was so young and naive, like, dude, you're 26. Yeah, you weren't <laughs> a kid when you were doing this. Um, there is an update that I actually got just before I came over here. Uh-huh. And here's the update. Uh, so they were trying to figure out in the New Hampshire legislature, what should we do with this guy? And they had a committee trying to decide, should we take some sort of action? Mm-hmm. Um, should we do something about this? Mm-hmm. And you should know, Democrats in the New Hampshire House were basically saying the attorney, uh, attorney general should investigate this guy for lying under oath. That's what they wanted. Really? Um, Wait, I, sorry, just backtracking. Yeah. What did he, did he lie about having contributed to the red pill? I think Garbage? that was the issue. Okay. God, I hope I'm right about that's what the issue Red was. Red will get at us. <clears throat> yeah, but basically this legislative committee, they wanted to know, should we take action of some sort? Um, okay. And the Republicans are in the majority there. Mm. Um, I should double check that. But <laughs> the New Hampshire uh, Republicans 
are in the majority there, they have an eight to six advantage okay. on this committee. Um, do they have an advantage? They do. Okay. Uh, 223 to 170. Okay. So, okay. Even though it's New Hampshire, a lot of them are libertarian, but whatever. Um, so there's 14 people. Republicans have an advantage. Guess mm-hmm. what the votes came down to? Should we take action on this guy? Oh, I couldn't even fathom a guess, Hammett. Take a guess. Mm, Democrats? Democrats said, let's take action. Is it those 14 guys? Uh, six. The six Democrats said, let's take action uh-huh. on this guy. I don't know what that means, but let's do something about uh-huh. this. Whether it it's was, censure him or punish him. And it was him. the Republicans who were like, nah. And the eight Republicans all said, No. So the answer was no action would be taken against this guy. After that vote was taken, mm-hmm. there is video, which we'll post later, uh, we'll link to it or something. There was like a g- group of women in the audience when they took this vote saying, shame, shame. Like Shut the sort of thing up. you see at uh, the AHCA town hall meetings yeah. lately. Those um, things have been bananas. But here's the update to the story that you really want. Okay. They said, we're not going to take any action on this guy. Democrats uh-huh. are like, we want the attorney general looking into this guy. Uh-huh. After all that, this afternoon, Robert Fisher said, I'm just resigning. I'm yeah! done with this. Later. <laughs> Later. He is gone. Um, and I don't know too much more than that right now. But basically, cool. he's not responding to any uh, requests for comment. <laughs> no mean not. tweets from Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> no one saying anything. I mean, even Republicans in the House were like, this uh-huh. guy, who I don't think are on that committee, were like, this was reprehensible. This guy was bad. Um, I mean, so anyway. all things considered, good for him, question mark? I mean, like, I, I feel like credit where credit's due. Like, I'll bash that guy all day, but at least <laughs> he stepped down and saved the state of New Hampshire a bunch of Shit. Embarrassment, embarrassment, and, and just shame. like time and the yeah. the expense of. Hi, daddy. There's a dog. <laughs> my, my dog is here. <laughs> she has jangly chains, so, so that's her. So yeah, he resigned. So I mean, it worked, I guess. Like it, all he had to do. I mean, I think there was a way to just say, "Look, I did create it. I did say those things. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I've learned so much since then." There was a way to get around it, and mm, he just. But by denying it, there? and I don't know. I don't like, I, don't uh, think I that's feel like that could work in today's. It, it shouldn't be, and yet in this political climate, I feel like you could just be like, "Yeah, I did that." And well, I was the wrong. bar is the bar so is very low. <laughs> low to be a like get a, to be like a semi decent person. Yeah. By the time this gets up, do you think impeachment shit will start? What do you think is going to happen with that? Um, with Trump? Yeah. I don't know. They finally have someone looking at it. Right. So. Yeah, that happened so today. Happen. That happened a couple hours ago. Yeah, nothing's gonna happen. I kind of don't think either. And I think, ugh, I don't know. I just like a president Pence is not something I'm looking for in my life. Yeah, even if like something the impeachment did happen, what's the alternative? Yeah, it's not better until. But is I don't know because part of me is like it's not better because Pence is like a nightmare human. But like at least he's not. Leaking classified, like at least he's yeah. a competent politician. Yeah, you know. Then we would actually have to worry about policies, which yeah. is what we've been used to doing for but many now years. We're not worried about like espionage and <laughs> getting in and like yes. getting bombed by like North Korea or whatever. This know. is why I get very. Uh, I don't know if offended is the right word. I don't get offended by anything. But like <laughs> when people are like, oh, you must love it that Trump is president because it gives you so much more to blog about. It's no, like, no, no. I had plenty to blog about when Barack Obama was in yeah. power. It was just a different set of issues. Yep. Um, and if Pence were to somehow take over again, it would be a different set 
of things to worry about. Yeah, he calls his wife mother. That yeah. <laughs> oh, that creeps me out. Oh man, first mother. <laughs> Sorry, I snorted right into the microphone. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. that was your update on Robert Fisher. Here's Thank a story you. for you. that uh, <laughs> There is this guy driving around in Virginia. Sure. He has a truck. As in Virginia? In Virginia, you don't say. I know. And on the back of his truck is our Bible verses. Surprise, surprise also. Uh, his verse no. on the back, this one, uh, 1 Corinthians 14, uh, verse, chapter 14, verse 34. Women shall be silent and submissive. All right. So you're like, uh, I've, I've heard of these types of people yeah. forever. Yeah. Here's the twist. This guy's an atheist. This guy is a fucking hero is what he is. <laughs> He's like, I just want people to know what's in their Good Bible. for him. <laughs> Tom Hicks. Is his name? His name is Tom Hicks. It is as that stereotypical is, I was as about you to say. Get. That is a name I would make up for like <laughs> for Joe a Virginian Q with a truck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, go for you, Tom Hicks. <laughs> yeah, he said he may change up the Bible verse at some point. Yeah. But he wants to just show people, and he says like, yeah, a lot of time I'm driving, and a lot of people are giving me the middle finger more or less. And he's like, I'll take it. It's worth it. Do you think he gets that from like Republican or not? I don't know. But, um, like religious people or none? I don't know. And I'm trying to figure out: are religious people mad that he's highlighting a verse they don't like? Yeah. Or is it people who think he's seriously saying the things he's saying or believes the things he's saying? I mean, I could see myself giving him an old middle finger. Well, that's not true. I'm not very aggressive when I drive. Cause I'm but you would think it. Oh, I think it. Yeah. Yeah, but I hate most people around me when I drive. <laughs> do you do the thing when somebody drives like an asshole and you pull up next to them, you just want to see what their asshole face looks like? Yeah. What is that? What is that craving of like, I just need to see how stupid you are? <laughs> I want to know if I could take them in my <laughs> mind. I'll never get out of my in, car. In but... a battle of wits. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know if I can outrun them, if I can outdrive them. Oh, sweetie, who can you outrun? No one. I'm running a 5K next week. That's five. More than I will be running. Run is a generous word for it. I'm <laughs> do. Okay. Um, all right. So that guy's a hero. So that guy's Tom Hicks. A hero. He also atheist of the week. Oh, we should have a segment. Atheist of the week. Tom Hicks. There you go. He wins this round. My favorite you part win, of this. In- you win. That sounded threatening. <laughs> you win this round. My favorite part of the whole story is that a news channel was like, this is a human interest story. So yeah. they did it feature on this guy and they basically went to a baptist preacher and said this verse is there how do you defend it which is kind of the whole point yeah. of this guy putting it on what did he say so the baptist preacher uh, i'm gonna quote him directly uh he, he did a good job for what it's worth but he's like the very person who wrote that passage of scripture in corinthians also wrote in ephesians that husbands are to love their wives just as christ loved the church blah 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 but that doesn't take i mean there are the complementarian type of men yeah. who are like, well, my wife must stay in the home and raise the children. But, but I'm going to love her. But I love her. Right. It's like you didn't yeah. deny it. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's garbage. It's, it. it's, it's definitely tap dancing around the idea of like, and it's the same thing that people talk about like, oh, women need to stay in the home because like they can already make babies. So if they also run the household, it'd be too, like, it's just garbage. It's just apologetic garbage. Yeah. And it's not, it's, but this is something I love to see people do, which is uh, pin them down on something that no, is I, tough to explain mm-hmm. because you can't say it's not in the Bible. Well, it totally is. Yes. So how do you rationalize this horrible thing? And it's it's not that they can't. Believe me, they take classes on their shit in like seminary right. sometimes. But it's like they have to try to find a way to make this not sound right. as horrible as it really is. And, and they 
it never works. Well, and I think one could say to the the pastor, like, oh, okay, so what you're what I'm hearing from this guy who's saying, okay, yes, women should be silent, which he glazed over pretty readily. <laughs> yes. But men are to love women. So what I hear when I hear that is a, a woman's greatest accomplishment is to be loved by a man and we're possessions of a man, man who, to be loved. And it is okay that I don't have a voice because I have love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it's kind of like an extension of those people who like they're really successful in their careers and their moms are always like, how come you're not married and settled down? Like <laughs> to me, it's the same thing as that of like, yeah. we measure success or this sort of thought process is measuring su- success of women by one metric. And yeah. that is, does a dude love you? And that's, <laughs> and were you a virgin th- until you were married? Because yeah. man, but if just you the that one guy up. loved you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Yeah. It's messed up. So while we're on the subject of mm-hmm. things, um, <laughs> this, of, of this particular topic of, of just the worst aspects mm-hmm. of religion. So I read this post written by this woman uh, who is a Christian and writes about that all the time. Um, and she was writing about her son and mm-hmm. she was saying some pretty sad things. She's, I'm going to quote some of the stuff. Sometimes the hardest things are the memories. Uh, remembering the joy I felt in that plump baby who looked at me so adoringly. These memories are all I have left now. There are no more to make. He was such a handsome boy, an excellent student, a talented musician, so kind and thoughtful of others. He never gave us trouble while at home. He loved his siblings. I remember his infectious laugh. Is he dead? What happened to her son? Is he dead? No. Don't tell me he's an atheist. He's not an atheist. He's still a Christian. Ding. Fuck. Yeah. Seriously? Can you read that again so I can like picture it in the right context? Sometimes the hardest thing are the memories. Uh The memories are all I have left now. There are no more to make. Jesus Christ. He was, past tense, he was so handsome and excellent and musician and thoughtful. All he did was be gay. (laughs) And then she decided, well, I have nothing to do with you. By the way, she wrote this from what I've figured out uh-huh. on his wedding day. No! Heavens! Yes. Oh my God, fuck this woman. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, oh my, see that, I think, okay. I think the thing about religion that really fucking breaks my heart is shit like this. That that it separate, like, yes, there are aspects of it that bring community together and all of those arguments are to be made and they're worth listening to. But to me, anything that can tear a family apart for such a nothing reason. Yeah. You know, it's not. And and I'm sure you can find a dozen um, examples. And I'm sure you can find examples of people who don't act like this horrible woman. But like whose kids are murderers. And they're like, well, he found Jesus. So like, (laughs) he's still my son. How can I like do Jeffrey Dahmer's dad like stood by until that's that's exactly there are people who will do horrible things and their parents stand by them no matter what. Right. And this kid didn't do anything wrong. And yeah, I mean, we I mean, sometimes... if we're being honest, he's probably better off without this nightmare woman in his life. That's very true. Uh, I did hear from some Christians who tried to comment on her website uh-huh. that basically their comments were all held in moderation. She was not approving them because what was disturbing to me, and I pointed this out, um, was that so many of the comments on her article were like, I'm so sorry for your loss. 
um, knowing full well that he's not dead. Um, I'm sorry for your loss. You were such a great mother. Like, things like that. Like, and I'm like, oh, my God, she's getting... What's the word I'm looking Sympathy? for? Sympathy? Yeah. Empathy? Like, like Symp- people feel bad for her. Like, no, she's the bad one yeah, in yeah, this yeah. situation. She's the villain of this particular yeah. story. She went on to say What's things... What's this woman's name? Let's call her out by name. Kim Higginbotham. Of fucking course her name is Kim Higginbotham. <laughs> I don't even know I'm what sorry, that is. I'm sorry, I shouldn't yeah. dog on her name. It's a fine name, but she's a nightmare <laughs> human. She went on to say things like, I feel embarrassed by what my son has done. What? Fuck This is you. the one that I hated. What's was- her name, Karen? Kim. Kim. Was the love our son expressed to us all a lie? Fuck <laughs> me. And then, and then, I try to picture where my son is now and what he may be doing. I hurt. <gasps> Sin is ugly. It is disgusting. It perverts. While I don't want to know, I find myself drawn to his social media like watching two cars collide. I want to look away, but I can't. I care too much. No, you don't. That's not what caring is. Mm-hmm. That's what sociopathy is. We've talked to people who are like Jehovah's Witnesses uh-huh. and even Scientologists. And when you leave the Jehovah's Witnesses, for example, they Shouldn't. have very strict rules mm-hmm. about your family cannot associate right. with you. You are shunned for life. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons so many people don't want to leave. Right. And when they do, they're making a really big step here. Christianity and evangelical Christianity is not like that. Overall. Overall. There's obviously examples yes. of it. And so this is like, this is that level type of, I want nothing what, to do with what you. What flavor You're dead of Christianity is she? Uh, just evangelical, as far as I know. Really? She's not like some weird cult type. Yeah. But this is what her faith led her to oh, do. She's like, you're gay. Son. You did something. You chose this or something. Um, hey, Kim's son, if you live in the greater Chicagoland area, like, come over, <laughs> have a glass of wine. You sounds like you kind of sidestepped a landmine with that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ugh, what a night. Can which, you, okay, you have a human child. Yes. I have a dog. Yes. I love her very much. I've known her for two and a half weeks. I've had my moments. <laughs> 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 I mean, we did have a diarrhea situation happen in our house today. I can so, that. <laughs> no, I know. I I need to make it clear that I'm not saying that my love for my dog or the work that goes into having a puppy is equal to having a human <laughs> child. But I am saying, like, we both have a thing yes. that we take care of that we love. Yeah. Can you imagine just saying, "Nope, done with this thing now"? No. No. And and now, like, you know, she's still like a kiddo. Imagine when she's like talks to you and you have like a relationship that is right. not that you don't have a meaningful relationship. No, 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 exactly. What happens when I like actually like her for reasons other yeah. than, other than <laughs> like you spawned. have to and chemistry, I yeah. guess. I mean, you're right. I can't imagine doing this. And uh, one of the, uh, another writer, uh, a Christian blogged about this and called her out on this. Good for, good, good for this Christian. But she even said like this lady, Kim has four kids. This is, she's talking about one of them. She has four kids. She, this other Christian woman was like, well, what happens if the other ones, like you said, what if they like embezzled money? What if they uh, broke the law by speeding, you know, or they were preggers, quote, preggers sans marriage is literally what her phrase. Like, I'm sure her other kids have done things that are quote unquote bad. Right. I don't think she's about to abandon them. But this is the thing about, you know, love the sin or hate the sin. Mm. Uh, some evangelicals treat being gay as a sin above anything else. Yeah, and I think we've talked about that before, and it's a thing that I find really baffling because it's not its not very, uh, comparatively speaking, it's not very explicit in the Bible, right? Like, it's not 
it's you have sort of to, amalgamated from a few pulled ver- like there's obviously the the mansion outlier that that went and like there's a handful of those clobber that verses kind of, that you could twist to make clobber verses. They beat you over the head with them. Oh, yeah. I've never heard that expression before. Yeah, Did you make a, that up? No. Oh, uh, but there's a handful Take of them. For it. It's right? our podcast. Done. <laughs> Trademark. Tm tm. <laughs> there's a handful of them, and you could twist them both ways yeah. because Christians who think. Homosexuality is not a big deal. Right. Could easily reinterpret them a different way. Right. But you're right. Some people take them and. Right. And, and that's the thing that I find really baffling. And it's not just, oh, this is a stand I'm taking. This is like ruining people's lives. This, mm-hmm. this young man's family abandoned him. And granted, he's an adult, but like that shit is fucked up based off of what? Like, cause at some point in the last 50 years, somebody decided like homosexuality was a thing we needed to like take care of. So they plucked their verses that they needed. And like, this is their issue. This is the hill they're going to die on. And I do think it's going to kill them, but I just don't, I don't get Like nobody would cut out, like (laughs) nobody would cut off contact with their kid because they like didn't feed the needy, even though Jesus (laughs) was pretty fucking specific about that. Mm hmm. I just, it's just... What is it about your faith that makes you say, I'm going to cut off my child, and it's treat him as if he's dead? Yeah, I mean, and it's a thing I can never relate to because I never had religion. And I've heard, you know, it, it's fucked up, but, like, I've been at a few funerals of, like, Baptists and things like that. And very, very frequently, sort of the, you know, when people are speaking, the thoughts of the deceased are sort of secondary to their thoughts on Jesus. You know, like I, I remember very specifically being at my, my friend's funeral, he's from North Carolina and his sister was speaking and she was like, you know, the only thing I loved more than my brother was Jesus. And I was like, <sighs> it just felt ucky, mm-hmm. you know, like it just, it, I just don't, it makes me feel ucky. It's not a good term, but it just like, oh. yeah. Was I going anywhere with that? You think? No, it's yeah. It, when you put your when you're putting the faith your faith yeah. above common sense and your family and like and family like what are you doing? This kid did nothing wrong. Yeah, and, and by and, the way, I tried. And he's still fucking Christian. You said yes. As far as I know, this kid is still Christian. Poor kid. Um, his sib. I I did try to figure this. I was trying to search for this kid on social media. Couldn't uh-huh. couldn't find him in at least a brief search. And his siblings didn't have anything about him on their Facebook public walls or anything, so I don't know. Um, I'm this curious. From? I South-ish? don't remember. Um, I don't know what his reaction is. The kid's reaction. I don't know what the other siblings think about him. Yeah. Um, if, in case you're father. curious, when you search their friend list on Facebook, they didn't include him. But I don't know if that's just because they didn't have a publicly searchable sure. thing or what. I mean, yeah. Oh my god. This- just that sad. sucks. That's really sad. Um, so we mentioned kids. Uh, I'm, I'm good at the segues. Yeah, I can do segues. Them. Uh, there was this video that went viral this week oh that was um, a two-year-old girl. Her uh-huh. name is Ella Grace. Oh, that's cute. And uh, the reason it went viral is because so many people were like, this is adorable. Oh. It's a baby crying, which is, is not it adorable. Is going to be not adorable by the end of this? Um, I'm going to play some of it. I don't know if you could hear this. Uh-huh. Because Jesus. 
Jesus loves me. Oh, no. I want Jesus to come. Oh, no. That's the whole video. Um, so this two-year-old baby, uh, I'm cr- she's crying. Why? Because Jesus, Jesus loves me. I want Jesus to come. Did I? I I'll have to listen back to it. It sounded yeah. like somebody in the background was saying, say it, say it. Oh, I, I didn't pick up on that. But, uh, I could be um, hallucinating. But the mother's clearly, I mean, like she's any parent would. encouraging this. Encouraging it. It's fine. Like babies. Right. It. What's amazing to me, I don't, the kid's fine. The mother, I don't care. The mother's fine too. I'm not like blaming the mother or anything. Yeah. The commenters on YouTube Uh-oh. and the commenters on various websites that were writing about how adorable Kevin, this kid you is. you tell me you don't read the comments. Uh, this one, I specifically sought them out. Oh, God. They said things like, I wish I had her faith. This video brought me to tears. Shame on me for not giving my best at all times to my master. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. This kid doesn't have faith. This kid is regurgitating yeah, things she has heard. Yeah, would there we all have a faith of an 18-month-old baby right. who, like... Believes that her dad is magic. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would be super great, but that's sort of not how life works. Do you know the things I can get my kid to say? Tell me them. I'm no, because I'll get in trouble, but <laughs> it's hilarious. Do you make her swear? Because that's something I would do. I can do many things. Did you ever find the pacifiers <laughs> that she hid all over your house? Yes. Where were they? Laundry. She threw them in the laundry. She's very responsible. You're already yes. domesticating your young daughter. It was a traumatic few hours when we could not find <laughs> the wubbanubs in the house <laughs> with the with the pacifier with the stuffed animal yeah. attached. Uh, a lot of baby shower gifts. Uh-huh. None of them she uses, but those things, holy crap, she loves them. <laughs> but anyway, it's two year old, under two years old, like. You can get them to say whatever you're saying. Yeah, no offense. And kids if, are dumb. Yeah. And if this parent is... are mush. Parents religious, whatever. And if they pray while they're around her, whatever. She's regurgitating what the parents are saying. That's not impressive. Yeah. You can say that's adorable, like anything a kid does is adorable. Yeah. But she doesn't... This kid does not have great faith. Right. She's just saying things. Like, when I was... Six, I had to be carried crying out of a movie theater after seeing Home Alone because I was afraid the family wouldn't come home. Like, gauging a kid's <laughs> faith on what they will or will not cry at doesn't feel like a super good measurement. <laughs> like, what what will your kid cry at? Like, oh, Ella? Nope. What's, Ella Grace. No, no, no. I'm one. thinking, what's um the Frozen? Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, I assume it's Ella. That sounds like a Disney. And Uh, the blonde one. Um, But, like, I'm sure you could get any 18 month old to cry because, like, Olaf the snowman isn't going to come rescue her. (laughs) Elsa. 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 See, you said Ella before and it threw me off. One letter off. Yeah. Um, Anyway, but, like, kids will cry about all of that dumb shit. No, I don't feel like hating on her because, like, whatever. I, not hating on it's the just family. It's the comments. That and are... not even hating on the mother. No. Mother didn't do anything wrong here. The either. comments are just dumb. It's just the, yeah, the commenters. What the hell? She doesn't have faith. Why are you trying to emulate a kid who's. What does that say about your faith if you're so inspired by regurgitation? <sighs> yeah. And what if this baby was saying, like, Alu Akbar or God isn't real? <laughs> Like, now that would be fucking. What adorable. would happen to that video? 
what would the comments be like there? They would call it indoctrination. Mm-hmm. They would say, what the hell's wrong with this parent for teaching this kid these yeah, things or right. saying it around him? But but when she says, Jesus loves me, or maybe she's crying because she thinks she's going to go to hell, all of a sudden that's adorable. Because every article I saw about this literally had the word adorable somewhere in the piece. Of course. That actually um, reminds me of a, a documentary I saw six or seven years ago, and I can't remember the name, but um, it's about this this. Fa- uh, uh, I don't want to say cult, but probably um, the sect, I guess, who very firmly believe that um, Jesus is coming back within their lifetime. Like, that's a very, like, matter of fact, this is absolutely happening. They live their life as if he is. And and I know there are many people who believe that, but this this particular documentary, they interviewed this, uh, this girl who was maybe 14 or 15, mm-hmm. and she talked about how... You know, the interview asked her, like, oh, what are you looking forward to? You looking excited about high school? And she was like, yeah, I was, I was, gonna, I'm really excited to get my driver's license, but Jesus will probably come back before that. So that <laughs> no. probably won't happen. And she just said it in this really res- sad, resigned way of like, I'm not going to get to do the things I want. It wasn't like an excited, like, doesn't Shouldn't matter. Shouldn't that be the happiest right. day of your life? It was, I like, it's, I saw it, God, I was still living in Lincoln Park at the time. So this is <laughs> six years ago, seven years ago. And it's something that just stuck with me because just the res- the sad resignation and this like, you know, it was sad. It's almost like I-, I wonder if she would be afraid to take certain risks or do some certain things because she worries. Why should I? Why get my college degree? Because she's going to come back before it matters. Well, I mean, in a larger scale, there's that's why like having young Earth creationists or people who believe that Jesus is coming back and like making laws is sort of fucked up because. Why bother with climate change? Exactly. Jesus is coming back. And and snowballs are a thing. They are. So <laughs> that disproves all of climate. Check and change. mate climate change <laughs> science guys and ladies. Big quote fingers around science. <laughs> <laughs> uh here's a weird story. Have you done jury duty? Um I did I, I didn't get pulled up on the jury, but I did read all of Hunger Games that day. That works. Um, the <laughs> closest a <laughs> I like it. The closest I got is I was questioned. I would have oh, been a jury person, uh-huh. but I think there was some mess, like some technicality prevented me from doing it. Is it your brown skin? Uh, I don't think it was. They were actually really good about it. Okay. Um, it was like the county that I was listed under. That's a good joke, though, right? I left. <laughs> the, <laughs> there is there is some uh, former Democrat representative, Mm -hmm. a U.S. House representative from Florida, Corinne Brown. She's no longer in the House. Um, She's on trial right now for, like, uh, wire fraud, mail fraud, filing false tax returns, a whole bunch of shit. Uh Allegedly, she did all these things. She's on trial for it. Allegedly, Corinne. Yes. Don't sue us. So there's a jury. Uh They're done with the trial. Both sides have presented their cases. Uh The jury is now deliberating as we speak. Um, But the other day, I guess... One of the jurors sent a letter to not the judge, but the contact they have with the judge because they all have a contact. Uh, like, hey, if something happens during deliberations, you have a question, concern, uh-huh. you should tell this person who's not the judge, but someone who has access to him. Right. So she sends an email or a letter to that person saying, We have a concern. Um, no one else is saying this, but I'm going to say it to you. I have a concern. Um, and I'm going to quote for oh uh, her uh, the letter. I'm so nervous. Um, she basically, uh, this person basically said, I want to make sure I get this right. Don't blow this, Emmett. I'm sorry. 
Um, one of the jurors she was quoting, one of the other jurors, told us in the deliberation room, a higher being told me Corinne Brown was not guilty on all charges, dot, dot, dot. Blah, blah. I trust the Holy Ghost. That is the opposite thing I thought was going to happen. What did you think was going to happen? I thought it was going to be like, somebody here doesn't believe in God, mm. so I don't believe in their morals or something <laughs> like that. I, that's, I could that's see that happening. Like that, I, th- I thought I saw that come from my life. Holy cannoli. So this person's like, I came, uh, she's not guilty because God told me she's not guilty. Now. That she, is, wow. Weird. Yeah. And, <laughs> and here's the thing. Well, I'll, I'll get to it. But, like, this juror sends this letter. The, the contact tells the judge. The judge likes, oh, shit. So the next Was day. Was it a mistrial? Well. Or they have. The judge is like, all right, hey, two lawyers uh-huh. on both sides. Let's chat about this. And they have a transcript. And I would urge you, we'll have a link in the show notes. You got to read the transcript. Is it bonkers? No. Oh. This is what's amazing to me. Like, you have three people. Yes, the two lawyers have their respective sides and they want to defend their sides. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm reading through it. It's a long transcript. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, oh, wow. These people all seem to have the law's best interest at heart. Holy like shit. the judge is clearly trying really hard to make sure everyone's happy with whatever decision. The judge is like, look, I'm not really sure what to do here, but let me talk through all of this. Here's what the issue is. The judge is saying... It's not weird for someone to say, God led me to think a certain way about a juror. Uh-huh. And the uh, Corinne Brown's representative... Uh, God led you to think a certain way about a defendant? Well, Corinne Brown's lawyer was saying, this is not weird, what okay. this juror said. Obviously, the juror's decision helped his client. Right. She's not guilty. But what he was saying is, look, a a lot of people might weigh the evidence and they're like, well, here's the arguments why she's guilty. Here's why she may not be guilty. Mm -hmm. And they think about it and they might say, well, yeah, I think she's not guilty. Mm -hmm. And they'll say they're inspired by God. Look, we all know Christians who might say. That's cold thinking. (laughs) Yeah. We all know Christians who might say like, well, I was weighing, should I leave my job and take another job? And here's the pros and the cons. You know what? I think I'm going to take that other job. But if you ask them, like, so what led you to make that decision? I just feel God was leading me in that direction. We can debate. Fine. We can debate. Fine. But that's the reaction, that's right? That's not it's heard like, no one. Like, no, you really thought this through, but right. you're just attributing it to God. Right. That was Corinne that's Brown's fine. lawyer's argument, that this is all that was going on. Uh-huh. So this is not weird. Stop acting like this is weird. Uh-huh. And obviously the state's lawyer was like, she already decided the case before she heard any of the stuff. Yeah. Like, there's nothing my side could do to convince her she's wrong at this point. Good point. Which I thought, too. I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. So the judge is like, well, when in your deliberations did she say this? Is this after you guys had figured stuff out? Uh And the judge is very much like, let's talk to the juror who sent the letter. Let's talk to the juror who allegedly said this. Right. The person who allegedly said this basically said, yeah, I said this. Um, and all of them, the juror, the two that they talked to, were like, this was very early on when we were in the room deliberating. So it's not like they had decided sure. one way or the other. They were still weighing things. But, but this... it was, she said it after the trial was concluded. Oh, yeah, after the trial and the jury so was back like in the room. So it's not like she said it on the first day of no. the trial. And in fact, on the, before they even selected, uh, the trial started, then they're selecting the jury, they said, 
do any of your religious beliefs or personal beliefs, you know, forbid you from being an impartial juror uh-huh. who will weigh the evidence equally, you know, yeah, like yeah. they would ask anybody. And this juror said, no, I'm cool. Like, it's all fine. <laughs> Did you get that from the transcript? Too? Un- uh, no, totally. I'm, cool. I'm quoting. Yes. <laughs> so it's so they talked to everyone. This happened early in deliberation. So ultimately, the judge basically says, we need to get rid of this juror because I don't think it's fair that this person has made up his mind before really weighing the evidence because they didn't have time as a jury to listen to both sides and argue about the two sides. This person made up their mind and seems like they would never change it. I guess. (sighs) So the judge said, I'm choosing to dismiss this juror. Okay. But I guess I... I mean, obviously, a lot of this is problematic, but I feel like if I sat through a trial, by the time I get to, like, the deliberation room, I probably... Have your decision have my made dis- up. Or, not, or, like, at least have a sort of place that I'm going mentally. I feel like it would be impossible to sit through an entire trial and Oh, you're going like, to have an opinion right. for sure. So, I mean, yeah, the fact that... I mean, but, but, okay, so what I'm saying is how... If I was a juror... And on the first day of deliberations, I said, like, she is not guilty and there's nothing that's going to change my mind. Is that, would I be dismissed under that? I guess it's the, well, this is the big question. Because the judge was very clear. I don't want to not follow the rules here. I don't want to break the law by saying, well, you had religious reasons for not changing your mind. Therefore, whatever. Um, Clearly, if you walk in saying, I made my mind, this person's innocent, there's nothing you could do to change me. I guess the question is, that's really up to the jury in some sense. Like yeah. it's their argument. They get to decide. And if one, I mean, this goes back to like the 12 angry men sort of thing. Like I was in that play in high school. Look at that. Juror number seven. <laughs> I think if one person says they're totally convinced one way. Yeah. I feel like a jury should be able to say, okay, fine. Let's re-examine. let me argue with you because this is something I have a concern about. Right. Can you at least respond to me and tell me why I should ignore that? Yeah. And this juror, the, the one who ratted on the other one, was saying, I don't think there's anything anyone could say mm-hmm. that is going to change this person's mind because it's already made up. And if that's the case, we can't deliberate yeah. as a jury. It Th- defeats the whole purpose of having a jury. That's just asking a hung, for a hung jury, right? Yeah. Like, that's just how... Yeah, so hmm. um, that's where they were at. Uh, the lawyer for Corinne Brown, because this juror who was on their side already was dismissed. Mm-hmm. He says he's going to seek this a new trial. trial. Uh, they wanted to avoid it. I don't know what's going to happen at this point. Mm-hmm. But it was just a, it was a fascinating thing because, yeah, you got away. Like you said, people are going to have opinions going into the jury room. Yeah. But isn't the whole point of a jury that you can weigh evidence? You could argue about it and debate the things you've heard and try to make, try to convince people of your side. Right. You can't say like, hey, God told me she's not guilty. Later. Boom, to Bye. you. Yeah. How do you convince people of that? You can't. There's no evidence being weighed. Yeah, In fact, you're right, you're right, you're right. The judge right, even right. said um, that was a disqualifying statement uh, because you're saying we, there's no reason or evidence yeah, involved in this. Yeah, you're right. There is a difference between... I'm just like, no, fuck you. This is what I think versus because I, I feel like it's a little more um, re- not reaching, but um, 
if I'm just saying like there's nothing you can say to change it, it's an exaggeration. That's just me taking a stance. But if somebody's right. like, God told me, <clears throat> that's a little more of a firm position. Okay, yeah, you've convinced seems, me. The judge actually also said, um, I think that's just an expression that's a bridge too far, consistent with jury service as we know it. I mean that. That makes sense. It makes I guess. sense. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I couldn't... crazy about the whole situation. It's. It sounds like everybody handled it as well as they could. Yeah, and keep in mind, the other jury members didn't say anything. Yeah. This juror number eight, who ratted out the other person, said, "Like, look, I'm concerned about this." And, and by the way, she added, "No one else knows I'm writing you about this, but I think a lot of us are concerned about this person." Yeah. But she's the only one who did anything about it. Her. Most people said we were going to let it go, I assume. You know what I mean? Like, they weren't going to say anything. They were just going to continue deliberating. Yeah. Who knows? Interesting situation. I don't know what I would do in that jury room. I don't know if I would either. Because that's a weird situation to be in. You would think the whole point is, well, let's argue this out. And I might think I'm totally right about my what I think is going to happen here or right. who's guilty or not guilty. But isn't the whole point of a jury, I need to be able to convince all of you decide with me mm-hmm. and if someone for whatever reason says can't reach me there's nothing you could do what's the point of having a jury like is it kind of the equivalent of just like leaving the room and not participating <laughs> yeah. in it anymore yeah hmm that's a tricky situation yeah and i wonder how many times it's happened in the jury room and oh just, yeah it's never brought up I'm sure there are some... I, I would love to know from listeners, like, for those of you who have done it, because I haven't yeah. been on a jury then, I would love to know what sort of... Besides just arguing about cases, I'm sure there are stubborn people in jury rooms. I'm, that's obvious. Sure. I'm sure there are people who are just... You would never want to talk to in real life, but mm, you've got to talk to them. That's most people for me. Yeah. But has something like this ever happened where you're just like, this person is unreachable. There's yeah. nothing I could say. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's go to a different type of article. Uh, no, I like this is sad too. Look, car accident happened a few weeks ago. Oh. Lady died, a uh, young lady, younger than us. She died. Her baby daughter also died. And oh, no. this woman's best friend, also I think in her 20s, also died. Sad situation. Oh, this happened in Georgia. Um, random other woman was driving in the area sees there's a crime or uh, accident scene uh-huh. um, and the traffic was bad. But so she took a picture of the accident scene partly to just show her boss, like, this is why I was late. Uh-huh. Like, this was a scene. And when I think her aunt, this random stranger's aunt, saw the picture, it looked like there was a light shining down from above right onto the accident scene. And the aunt's like, that's like God reaching down from heaven to pull them up. In fact, if you look at this picture, there were two tiny, brighter orbs in that ray of light. Mm-hmm. And the ant's like, look, God is taking them up to heaven. Or what about something. the baby's soul? That's a good question that I also had. There were three people in that accident. Why are there only two orbs? What message is God sending? No article I found addressed that issue. 
one of them isn't going to heaven. Okay. I know. I'm, I'm not making fun fo- of them, but no, it's like. I know I'm focusing on the wrong thing, but why did she, she posted that picture to Facebook? Well, she wasn't going to. She took it for her boss. But uh-huh. when her aunt pointed that out, she's like, I think this oh, might actually. Okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah, she showed it her was aunt. the woman's, the woman who took the picture, her aunt. Her aunt. I had in my head it was yeah. one of the women who died. And when aunt. the aunt was like, oh, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, they Is actually, the, they tried to find the family of the victims because their names were public. Oh, They're like, you fuck may, you may want to see that this. Garbage. And the oh family. Oh my God, I would lose my goddamn mind. The family was like, this is beautiful. We have a keepsake of our daughter. What? Yeah. No, they loved it. The family loved it. It's giving, it gives them comfort in a time of grief. God. And so whatever. I'm not going to make fun no, of that. Wait, they, no, 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 no. Like if that's what, if that's what they need, that's If that's, that's what fine. gets them through whatever. Oh. Here's my concern. But for that to be the keepsake. Huh. I'm not even bothered by that. Like I said, you'll find anything in a time of comfort sure. or in a time of grief to give you comfort. My concern about all this is all these articles that are talking about this miracle picture. Sure. This thing. You know what the girl who took the picture said? Tell me. My lens lens is cracked, and that's what that is. Almost exactly. No shit. Uh, According to People magazine, uh, the photographer said it was, quote, clearly a glare off my window. So she gets it. Uh Uh-huh. Do you have the picture pulled up? I want to see it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm just... Again, this goes back to the media coverage more than anything. It's the idea... Okay, upon, like, when you first turned it around, I was like, oh, shit, it does look like a light's coming up. But, like, I looked at it for half a second, and it's like, it looks like her, like, the sidebar between, behind her driver's side window mm-hmm. that is hitting light mm-hmm. and reflecting off the glass. Yeah. I get why the family's like, this is a beautiful picture, and it'll... Get us through this rough I'm time. I'm sorry. Why I is don't the media, want a picture of the Why accidents. is the media acting like this? Why couldn't uh, God clearly wanted to send a ray of light to help this? But he couldn't steer the wheel in the right direction a couple seconds Jesus earlier. Jesus, take the wheel. And again, three of them died. Why, are there, why is no one talking about how there's only the two quote unquote orbs going up? They're all like, that's beautiful. God's taken up to heaven. One of them didn't do it. One of them didn't make it. And by the way, the she the uh, woman who died, uh-huh. uh, one report I read said she was pregnant a few months in. And if oh, you're the pro-life no. type of people who call that a human being already, then be four, four orbs. I I'm I'm mad about the media coverage. I don't care about the family finding grief in it. I'm mm. not gonna I'm not mocking any of that. Um but it's so annoying to see so many big publications talking well, it's about. Turning in a tr- a tr- it's they turning called it a pathway to heaven. Oh, fuck is off. what God said. It's sent. turning a tragedy into like this feel good story. Yeah, and it's I don't not think a feel good story. It's sad. And like, let's not lose sight of two women and a little girl lost their lives. This is, let's not. There's nothing feel good about it. It's a no. tragedy. And this light doesn't make it any less of a tragedy. Um, As one commenter on my website pointed out, that's just a picture of God apologizing for being five minutes late again. (laughs) Classic God. (laughs) It's 
Yeah, I, I hate it. I, there was another picture months ago where um, a motorcyclist got in a car accident. Yeah, there have been a million of those floating around. Totally. And the picture that a stranger took of that motorcycle accident showed a little, it looked like a wisp of smoke rising right above the accident uh, scene, which was clearly his soul going to heaven. Or like literal smoke because a motorcycle exploded. Yeah, or again, smudge in the window. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Um, again, if the family said, this is the deal, this is what we saw, I get why that's the story. But if you're a reporter covering it, I think you have an obligation to say the family found comfort in this, but, uh, or, or, or don't report on it. I don't know if that's an option because I could see why it's a human interest story. Things that people are allowed not to report on. I don't think they need to seize every little dumb "Quote unquote viral thing" because a it's it's a flash in the pan. It's gonna be gone See? tomorrow. And yeah. b like, what value are you bringing? What value are you bringing to your viewers? It's it makes them feel good. That's it what it shouldn't. is. Shouldn't people are fucking dead? Maybe this, feel sad. Feel sad about that because it's sad. Story went viral for that reason because um, it made people feel good, and so everyone was reporting on it. Like, look, tragedy, but look, hope. I get why they reported it. I mean, it's chasing page views. I get that. I'm a blogger. Believe me, I get that. But I think reporters have a responsibility to say, yes, the family found comfort in this, but by the way, here's what it actually is. Or, I mean, but I think think you hit the nail on the head with, like, the family found comfort in this instead of, like, obviously. (laughs) Don't, don't, like... It's God's flashlight. Yeah, don't pretend like it's actually what happened. You could say they found comfort, but then... Don't rewrite the story to... Don't pretend it's real. That's really sad. Yeah. Was it a single car accident? Uh, the car, the three of them uh-huh. that died were driving a car. The driver lost control of her vehicle. Uh-huh. They crashed into another car. That driver was okay. Okay. Um, but that it's it's a car accident. <sighs> That's yeah. awful. It's so awful. sorry to hear that. Um, let me go to something a little more lighthearted than that. That also involves death. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here's a story. I get. I got sent these. I get sent this version, this a variant on this story all the time. Okay. And it seems like every few months there's a new version of this. But the story is like this. A pastor in Africa wanted to prove to his congregation that Jesus could walk on water. So he tried to walk on water and then he drowned. Or in this case, he got eaten by crocodiles. That was that's basically the story. It pops up every few months. Okay. Um, every time. Are these true stories or are they just clickbaity snopes? Here's what I want to ask you. Type shit. So yep. here's where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. How would you know? What would you look for? And this is what I want to bring up. What would you look for in order to confirm or deny these reports? What are some things you could do? Multiple sources. Go on. <laughs> Yes. I mean, yeah. Who's reporting on it, yeah. right? Like, like if the, I'm only seeing it come up on your, what, what's life, what's that one website? Life, Christian Life, Lifeway, Life, I don't know. It's something with Life. Life Zet. No, that's That's one it. of them. That's Laura It's just one of those like very Christian focused, sure. like feel good or like whatever. Yeah, Charisma, Christian Post, yeah. Christianity Today. I mean, With something all, like this, like, oh, if I'm only seeing it on your sort of atheisty kind of things. Obviously not the friendly atheist because friendly atheist only reports top quality standing news. Um, but 
yeah, you have to look at the sources. So the same thing if, if you see an article that's like only reported on by Fox News, mm-hmm. take it with a grain of salt. If you see it, it's only right. reported by Right, if Todd Starnes like, reported it, you can assume it's fake. Right, or, <laughs> right. or the equivalent on the left, which I... Right. I'm, I don't know what those sites are. I don't either. I don't think the left takes them seriously either no. for the most part. So, yeah, it's all about... And th- but yes, you're bringing up a good point, which is who's reporting this? Mm-hmm. It's not like the New York Times or people with fact checkers. In this case, the only the original source article came from random site with an African URL like suffix uh-huh. that I've never heard of. And so I'm like, well, I don't know this news source. Right. And everyone who's reporting on it, because other papers or other websites with some legitimacy <laughs> papers. are reporting on it, but they all say according to this site. Right. So that's number one. Well, that's the thing with, with sourcing, which I learned um, when I was, when I was like writing marketing content and it's sort of like kind of news-based thing. And I feel like this is a good sort of rule of thumb if you are looking at anything on the internet is you want to make sure you find multiple sources reporting on the same thing. But beyond that, make sure it's not like, you know, hypothetically say like, okay, according to, you know, the New York Times reported on this story and a bunch of other news outlets, but they're all linking back to this New York Times or something, a better example of that. Like you need to like actually go beyond the headlines and the bylines and be like, is it all tracing back to this like garbage website that nobody's ever heard of? keep in mind with all the stuff we're seeing in the news about Donald Trump too, like for example, this week alone, we were like, Oh, the Washington Post reported right. uh, whatever the hell they reported a couple of days ago. That was a big scoop. Who fucking knows. But what happens? Like uh, NBC News or when something. You they will it say and you spin it and they bring it on a talking well, head. Hang on. They and, will oh. say we like the Washington Post is reporting this, but NBC News has not received independent confirmation because oh, I see they will yes. do their own reporting. They'll yes. call their own sources saying, mm-hmm. "Is this legit?" And mm-hmm. if they get a yes, then cool, we have a second source. Mm-hmm. No one's doing that with this story. No. Okay, so that's number one. Uh, another thing is that the, the websites that have some credibility and mm. know how to report, none of them were touching this story. Hey, you really, really, I really. know, I know. What? I'm shocked. I'm shocked and appalled. So that's the second thing. Okay. Uh, another thing you could do. Hey, who is this pastor? What is this church? Because they mentioned that is in the article. Is it a real person or church? Could not find anything about... Is it a about... real country, I feel like, at this point? <laughs> I'm really broadening the scope. I'm pretty sure this happened I in know Africa South is Africa. Real, so. Um, yeah. so yeah, legit country. But the pastor's name and the church's name, if you did searches for them, only resulted in this story. Like, there's, they don't exist outside of this story. Well, and I think in this case, there's also a conversation worth having about the smell test in terms of, and if you're not familiar, it's just if you read a story and you're just like, I don't have any, like, there's nothing concrete that I'm saying, like, no, this is bullshit, but it just doesn't smell right. Like, there's yep, just something, something icky about it. So for me, my first red flag was... Like, it is a very... <clears throat> so anything that takes place in Africa, I assume it's racist people being racist. <laughs> and the fact... That, like, to me, like, the thing that switched in my head was, like... It's stereotype of, like, a Nigerian spammer. It's like, well, if I'm oh, getting even, a letter, like... Not I'm even that. My thought people. was, like, oh, they're... The joke... Uh, like, the butt of this joke is, like, that the black guy drowned, which it's a American stereotype is that black people oh, can't swim. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, that was... And I don't even know if that's based on anything. It's just like a stereotype I've heard bandied about. So to me, like when something reinforces a stereotype or like eaten by a crocodile or something like that, which like, okay, you're a person in middle America or even on the coast. It's like, what's a bad thing that can happen to something to somebody in Africa? Like, 
If you were trying alligator, to make up a story, I guess? yeah. If you were what trying else to make is up- happening? Like famine or <laughs> alligators? Hippos, I think, are meaner than we think they are. <laughs> so if you're trying to make up a story about right. something, this is probably you're what you're going to lean up with. into every stereotype yeah. you can think of. So um, and here's the so that was one of the Tell things me on my is list a real too. Fucking story. And also, oh. also, sorry, one no, more yeah. point. The thing about trying to prove that Jesus could walk on water. I feel like that's not a thing that would be supported by most Christians is that like Jesus could walk on water because he was Jesus. It's not like he walked on water because of his faith was so great. Right. Like the, that's not a thing that people say like, Oh, if you have, if you, it, heaven, if you had enough faith in Jesus or God, that or I could whatever, walk on water. That's not what they that's say. That's never Correct. been proposed. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it has. So heaven, I'm going to go on the limb and say this story wasn't real. <laughs> As far as I know, it's not real. But here's the last thing. You brought up one of them right now, which is the smell test. The other one is, if this guy, the pastor, said, I'm going to walk on water, uh-huh. don't you think someone would be taking pictures or video? Oh, 100%. Like, if he had made it, don't you think there would have been video of this? And yet, of the drowning, there's no video. Mm-hmm. There's no pictures of this thing. Well, it's like they say there's been fewer uh, UFO and like Bigfoot and cryptozoology cryptozoological sightings since everybody has a camera in their goddamn pocket and it's hard to be like, you won't believe what I saw. He was 12 feet tall and he spoke perfect English with a British accent. (laughs) I think Bigfoot has British accent. I assume. Sure. It's it's canon now, guys. Um, Yeah, so none of that happened. There's no reason to believe these stories. And here's the thing. In another three months, you'll hear another version Mm -hmm. of it. I've Stop. never heard that particular trope before, though. Yeah. And you said you'd get it emailed to you? Every few months, there's another variation of it going around the internet. Uh, the day after I heard about it, uh-huh. Snopes basically put out an article saying it's... They can't say it's false because they don't... It's unverified. It's unverified. It's unconfirmed or whatever they said. Yeah. And my favorite version is the article in question actually quoted a witness who said the pastor drowned... That guy, if you Google his name, doesn't show up anywhere. What, what's his name? Johnny St. Africa? Deacon Nicosi. It was a legit sounding name. Yeah, I can't talk no, on that name. Didn't happen. So stop believing that stuff. You yeah, are well, skeptics. Be better I, about this. Yeah, and I think there's always <laughs> it's always worth reminding, and I'm guilty of this as as anybody, but when you see like a headline that agrees with that reinforces your particular worldview. You're like, fuck yeah, and share that yeah. shit. And Oh, I know. And that's why I think I was getting this, because so many atheists are like, look at this dumb pastor. Right. But it's like, why would you send me this? Like, you should have figured out that this is fake. Right. Because that you're right. That's part Be of being a good a, skeptic. It is. You ha- being a good skeptic sucks most of the time, because <laughs> every time you hear something awesome, you're like, well, that's, that's pretty awesome, so it's probably not true, because that's right. not how our world works anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's no magic anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I do think... I mean, skepticism is... It's a drag a lot of the time. But yeah, what, what do they say? fun runners. Yeah. <laughs> what do people say on April 1st? It's like, April 1st is the day everybody... You know, people read Facebook the way skeptics read it the rest <laughs> of the year. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Which I'm not going to lie. Like, I think I'm a pretty I bright person. I have gotten taken in by April Fool's jokes <laughs> more than I would care to admit on air. I love that line. Unfortunately, skeptics fall for the same oh, type the of time. stuff all the time. Um, anyway. We're dumb humans. We like, are all dumb. Like everybody. Uh, we're not excluding ourselves no, from my that God. either. I feel like if you listen back to this podcast, I think we call ourselves <laughs> idiots at least once an episode. At Me, least. 
At least 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the wine is for, to yeah. drown our sorrows. Indeed. Um, that's all I got. That's all you have? That's all I got. It was. It's only been like four days <laughs> since the oh, last well, time we... We've been talking... Yeah, this is like, I think, our closest... Because usually we record on Thursday nights. Yeah. This past week, we recorded on a Friday night. Followed by today, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, it's been a quick turnaround. See, now I feel like I have so much of my week left, because usually when we record, I'm like, I got one day left to go, and yeah. I'm done. Oh, you don't have a They'll, job. You can't relate to my nine-to-five grind. I work very hard. I'm not saying you don't work hard, but you can't relate <laughs> to the nine-to-five grind. I totally cannot. Um, you don't have to wear a blazer to work. I'll never get over that. I just wear a blazer. That's so fucking <laughs> gross. I'm so <laughs> mad you put that in my head. You You're motherfucker. Welcome. You're welcome. Um, okay. We'll be around next week. Yeah. Uh, there'll be more stuff going on because... Hopefully. Because it does. Let's let's go over the things that we need to plug. So Patreon... Hey, yeah. If you like what you're listening to, patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast. Yeah. Um, this weekend, like, we will air one more. Even if you donate a buck, it hey, be, like, yeah. we get the email every time and it like makes my whole day. And yeah. Then it's I like a little endorphin husband. rush. Yeah. It's, it's super fun. great. Um, you can tweet at us. Uh, I'm at... Uh, Blueberry, B-L-U-E-B-U-R-I-E. I'm in heaven meta. God damn it. And... Is it too late to... No, it's too late to change my handle. Um, Oh, I think... I think some listeners have been adding me on Facebook because I've gotten a rash of, like, people I don't know adding me. That's fine. Like, could you shoot me a message along with it? Because otherwise (laughs) I assume you're, like, either a bot or going to murder me, which is kind (laughs) of... Which is fine. Like, if you guys want... I mean, it's boring. It's all about my dog and, like... I don't post anything. No, you don't post shit. I don't and post And you probably anything. have more followers than me, you motherfucker. I, I don't know what they're following. I try to be pithy. <laughs> um, yeah. What else? Oh, my Etsy shop is uh, Bitches Get Stitched Done. Uh, oh, I'm going to be... Somebody bought a couple of my uh, cross stitches they're going to sell in a shop in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Cool. So, a little business gal mm. on this end. Buy it in Ann Arbor. I don't know yeah, where. if you live in Ann Arbor. <laughs> just uh, She definitely <laughs> told me the name of the shop, and I don't remember, but she said it was, like, across the street from where people tend to pro- protest a lot, so she bought a bunch of, like, my feminist <laughs> ones. Nice. Which made me super happy. <laughs> um, oh, we have a tour coming up. JK, no, we don't. We'll never tour. We're, we're too poor. We're working on it. No, we're Eventually. not. What the fuck are you talking about? We're not working on shit. Let's do a live Chicago show. What would we do? Never mind. I'm regretting that. Where would we do it? Let's just do it Can in your just, house. I was just about to say that. Do you guys want to come to my apartment? <laughs> Party I've got, like here. a pretty big couch. I don't know. Like Wine for everybody. No. Bring your BYO. BYO. <laughs> you're not drinking my fucking wine. Um, I don't think... I don't know if we would, what would we do? What would you do? What's like your vision of a friendly atheist podcast live show? You don't have one. You Q&A. don't want to do it. Oh. We could, we we'll could s- solicit it. We'll we could have enthusiasm. like callers in. We'll share a mic. We'll put the mic over somewhere and be like, mm. who's next? In Ask. terms of like giving people advice? Or we could do a story and people could walk up to the mic and add their two cents, like radio callers. Oh my God, it's like every atheist's dream. How does Seth Andrews do it? He I don't know, he's time. so good at that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, ah. I feel like it would just be us, it would be me yelling and you sort of like sitting quietly and smirking like you are right now. That sounds about right. <laughs> and you can see it in person. <laughs> We're not going to do it probably. Um, okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been fun. People this seem to fun. be responding to um, 
to these weird, dumb episodes that we've been doing lately. And we like ranting about this stuff because we really, have nowhere else to talk about it. Yeah, it's really cathartic. I work at a like really conservative office now, so I can't <laughs> even like yell in my office, which is. Super and I have no one to talk to all day, so this is baby. really good. <laughs> You've got your baby to talk to. She's not a good listener. Oh, what a bitch. Just recurgitates stuff, and she's like. <laughs> She That's all right. That. She She's deserves it sometimes. She has cried at me every time I've met her. She just cried. Except for that one time when she puked on me. Nice. <laughs> you deserved it. <laughs> That's fair. For some reason, she says she wants Jesus to come back. Oh, that's oh. so adorable. That's a callback. We're good podcasters. <laughs> All right. So what we're putting out, an interview. Uh, we'll put out an interview uh, with Maggie Rowe, who's uh, the author of that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be out this weekend. Check it out. Uh, yeah. We'll have more, too. We have more stuff coming up. A um, couple more things, interviews in the pipeline that we're oh, going to yeah. share with you soon. We'll tell you about them later. Oh. Yeah. Because um, I don't know when those are coming out just yet. No, but I we'll have a dumb thing I did with my brother that will come out eventually. It might have to be like a bonus episode or something because it's dumb. We're <laughs> dumb. Everything about me is dumb. Um, On that note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for... Oh, um... Rate, review, and subscribe on oh, iTunes, yeah. please. Please do. Uh, email us at friendlyatheistpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear your emails, especially when they're accusing me of hating men, which is like not far off. I just unjust those emails every couple of days. <laughs> um, cool. Thank you guys Have for listening. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.